If you are the kind of person who struggles with timing and moving quickly and getting things done in your web design business, then you need to definitely stick around and check out the rest of this episode because on this episode of the Subscription Web Design Podcast, what we're going to talk about is the power of pace. And we're going to talk about this in different areas as it relates to money, as it relates to productivity, as it relates to actually just, you know, making a good product. There's lots of reasons why I think in your business, you should consider moving just a little bit faster or maybe a lot faster. And in my life and in my business, this is always a twofold, you know, there's two sides to this. For me, I think it's a huge strength that I move quickly. I think it has allowed me to get ahead of other people in certain ways, but there are some drawbacks to it as well. And I fully understand that. So let's talk about that in this episode, the power of pace. So the first thing that I think we should discuss here is um, that money itself is actually a speed problem. Okay, think about this. Over the course of your business, how much money are you going to make? Who knows, right? Let's say it's like $5 million or something for like, a you know, I, I don't even know. I'm, I'm not good with like math in my head. $5 million for like an ultra small business over the lifetime of their business. I have no idea if that's too big, too little. But just think about it with me, okay? If you make 20, you know, or, or excuse me, $5 million over the course of the next two decades worth of work that you do, um, that you, you've still made $5 million. It just took you, you know, 20 years to do it, okay? Now let's say that you make that same $5 million in three years or in five years. Now you've radically increased the speed in which the amount of time that you have actually made that money in. So think about that, okay? Now this is something I first learned from Myron Golden. You can search that on YouTube. He talks about this. It probably uh, puts it a lot better than me. But the idea there is it's not that you can't make $5 million or whatever. It's just a question of are you going to make that $5 million in 20 years? Are you going to make it in five? Or are you going to maybe think about a way to make it in one? Think about that. Money is a speed problem. Now, why is this useful information, right? Is this just a platitude or is this something you can actually, you know, do something with? Well, what it tells you is that if you can figure out a way to put more opportunities for people to spend money with you into the world, then you can make the money flow in faster than it was before, okay? And so you can make more offers. You can email your list more times. You could create new packages and new plans more frequently. You can be in uh, contact more rapidly with your list and with your customers so that you can tell them then let them know that you have new services available or new packages available or new deals available, okay? So there are ways that you can actually increase the speed at which you bring in money, which translates to actually making more money. So this is just one reason why the power of pace is so important. Money itself is actually a speed problem and actually a pacing problem. It's pretty cool when you think about it that way because it means there's something immediate that you can do about it in order to make more money. You can just do business faster, fail faster. And that's what we're going to talk about um, actually next, okay? So it's better to move fast in general than for things to be perfect, okay? Now, this is where we get into trouble sometimes, or I get into trouble sometimes, okay? But I think it's for the better, okay? So um, there are people in my life who I've done some things with who are more calculated than I, okay? They 
take longer to make decisions than me. They think about things longer than me. And they're focused on perfectionism. Okay? They're really trying to make things perfect and make sure things are right. Here's the problem. I find that those initiatives often take much longer to see any kind of attraction or to even get signs of life on them. Okay? However, the initiatives where we move fast, we put something out there and it either fails or it doesn't, we get feedback on those immediately as to whether or not we're wasting our time. So if we spend three months putting something together versus we spend three weeks putting something together, the real question is, 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 is that difference between three months and three weeks going to be enough of a difference for the product to be that much better that it's going to translate to a much better reception? Usually not. Usually not. Again, I've been doing this for some time now, and I tend to find that the basic bones, the, the skeleton of an idea, when you can put it out there, and, and you do a good job. You're not talking about doing a bad job, but you're, you're doing the, you know, the 80% or so that can, that's going to move the needle the most, okay? And you get that out there the quickest. I find that most of the time is in the last 20% of polishing that doesn't even matter to most people, right? So in my opinion, it's better to move fast than for things to be perfect. Um, you know, this, the old saying, right, that perfect is the enemy of, of good or however you'd want to put it. But the, the problem with that, it doesn't really like communicate what the problem is. The problem is, is that you're not getting out there to fail fast enough, which is the, the specific next point. You don't really know what will work until you know what doesn't. Okay. Here's a perfect uh, example of this. So one of the initiatives that I'm working on in one of my music companies, we, we did this. We, we, we went pretty rapidly with it. And we put it out there, and despite having lots of people say, yeah, we want this thing, we made this thing, we put it out there, and it's pretty much flopped, okay? Uh, for the most part, it's flopped. And we're, there's lots of questions that we can ask ourselves. Why did this flop? Well, for one, we didn't market it as well as we should have. Um, that's for sure. We know that, okay? However, we didn't really build the thing in response to like, or, or in a plan for some big marketing. We actually built it in response to specific customers who we were asking for what we were building, okay? Um, and when we finally said, hey, we made it, it turns out nobody actually wanted it. So maybe we didn't meet their expectations or whatever, okay? There's lots of things that can go on there. The point is, if we hadn't put it out there, we wouldn't know that it didn't work, okay? And so now... We know that it didn't work and we have an idea for our next thing that we're going to try, our next phase of that to actually combine it with another product that we're thinking about uh, putting together, okay? So there are ways to make these things work, but you don't know unless you go ahead and get it out there, okay? Next is this idea, and I love this. I learned this from Michael Hyatt many, many years ago, and it's one of the things that I've just carried with me in my, in my life and in my business, and it's helped. It's this idea of having an experimental mindset, an experimental mindset. And this experimental mindset allows you to move more quickly because you're not being weighed down by the bureaucracy, okay? So what am I getting at? Well, an experimental mindset is this notion that instead of treating everything you do as though it's permanent, you can treat everything you do as though it's an experiment. And if the experiment works, then great, awesome, continue with it. If the experiment fails, admit your mistakes, roll it back, make a new decision. That's totally fine. So I'm, I'm reading this book right now uh, called Start With No by Jim Camp. It's a really great negotiation book. And he makes this point. The thing about it is, is that when you're in any kind of negotiation or really any kind of big decision you're making, 
it's not about any given decision. It's about the next decision, okay? So if you make a bad decision today, you can make a better decision tomorrow, even if the better decision is to roll back the bad decision that you made. There's always a next decision that you can make. And if you approach everything with this mindset that everything is an experiment, then that just allows you to move more quickly and to get into this mindset. And it makes so much sense and it's, it's actually so liberating, okay? You'll stress yourself out thinking about how things have to be perfect. But with an experimental mindset, it doesn't have to be perfect. You're just doing the best you can with the information you have, putting something out there, getting new information, reacting to that information, and making a better next decision. That's the importance of having that experimental mindset and will allow you to keep your pace moving. And then lastly and finally, this is just an important point to remember. Rapid change is expected in today's world. It just is. You can't bore people, okay? You can't leave people hanging and leave people riding around. And if you do, you had better be doing some really good marketing to build up anticipation and get people excited and drop little Easter eggs and nuggets and things like that along the way. People expect change, okay? And yes, there are people who are still stuck in their ways who don't really care for change, but that's not the point. The point is that writ large, this world, we expect change, rapid change. And so it's not surprising to see people moving fast and trying different things and experimenting and seeing if things don't work here and seeing if things do work over here. So just remember that pace is one of the greatest assets. And this is another thing that Dan Kennedy, one of my favorite marketing mentors and copywriting genius, he talks about is that he really believes in his business and, and the work that he's done. Speed is a, a variable that has made him successful probably more than any other variable is just the ability to move with speed, and not only to move with speed, but to get a lot of things done with speed rather than taking your time and waiting around. So there are seasons of hustle. There are seasons that are a little bit more laid back. I get all of that. But in general, if across the board, your business has a rapid pace of movement and response and development and marketing and money and all those things, then you're probably going to be more successful than if you're sitting around waiting on something to happen. Okay, That is my advice to you. The power of pace. I think it's strong. I think it's something that's going to help you in your business. And uh, a book that you should read, I'll warn you, it can be a little triggering for some people uh, because his personality is pretty crass. Um, but Dan Kennedy's book on the ruthless management of people and profits is a fantastic book and will teach you um, a lot about this as well. And I think it's one you should consider checking out. All right. God bless. You guys take care. I hope this has been a helpful one for you and can't wait to see you in the next episode. Hey, friends, just a quick heads up as we close out today's episode. So there's this event coming up I'm really excited about. It's the Simply Profitable Designer Summit. It's all about finding new practical ways to make our web design businesses more profitable and honestly, more enjoyable. I'll be there sharing some insights and I've got some fresh perspectives to share that I think you'll find really valuable, especially if you're into making your income more predictable, as I know many of you are. Plus, there's going to be a bunch of other speakers who are absolutely brilliant at what they do. And here's the best part. It's totally free to attend. So you can get all of this information and action and inspiration without leaving your desk or even your couch. So if you're interested, just head over to subscriptionwebdesign.com slash summit to get your ticket. Subscriptionwebdesign.com slash summit. It's a great opportunity for us to learn some new strategies together. Oh yeah, I'll be there too. And maybe even shake things up a little bit in our businesses. I really hope to see you there.